Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's almost the end of March. It is. I can't believe it. I know. I was making an appointment for next week, and I was like, oh my god, it's April 1st next week. That's Mm -hmm. nuts. I don't like it. I don't either, but at the same time, I don't mind, because March is still, like, cursed from last year. Yeah. And I, I'm actually, like, kind of surprised that March went by so fast because it went by so slow last year. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's been, like, I think almost three weeks since I got my first shot. And I'm like, that's wild. I know. I know. It's it's crazy. It's been going fast. But honestly, good riddance. Yeah. Winter's behind us. We're into spring. It's nice out. Sort There's of. Thunderstorms. Thunder- I love thunderstorms, though. So I'm Me not too. complaining. I love them. As long as they don't knock out the power, I want them every day. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect, like, cuddle up and quarantine read. in your house and read. Yes, exactly. So what have you been watching this past week? Well, we're still stuck on our Discovery Plus true crime hole. Nice. <laughs> so we started. We first started watching this new show called Fear Thy Roommate that's about roommates that kill. I love that title. It's so good. And then we found out it's from the same studio that does a show called Fear Thy Neighbor, which is seven seasons of people killing their neighbors. God, what a blessing. Yeah, uh, it's so good. It's like the best kind of background stuff to have on because they kind of always tell it where they'll start like, oh, these people were just having a minor misunderstanding, but like, you know, something's about to go down and they'll like oh, yeah. reveal some like major plot point, like right near the end. And you're like, oh, I know who killed who. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that shit. That yeah. sounds awesome. So it's really good. The Fear Thy Roommate, though, definitely watch that. Like anytime anyone ever is thinking about moving out into a roommate with a stranger. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I've only been. My only roommate has been, like, my best friend that I had already known. And I, yeah, I'm just too paranoid, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I've only ever roommated with people that I knew, too, like, mm-hmm. previously. Right. But, yeah, it's wild, too, because it's not just like, oh, I didn't know, and then this person came and stabbed me. No, it's, like, these, like, huge, months-long, like, standoffs with each other. God. And finally someone just fucking snaps. You never Damn. know who it's going to be. That's stressful, but that sounds good. It's such a good show. <laughs> it makes me glad that I just live with my husband, who I know probably won't kill me. And my neighbors are all nice, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Kyler doesn't believe on e- believe. Kyler doesn't belong on evil lives here. So Not yet, at least. <laughs> I mean, there's still time. I mean, usually from the start of those episodes, you're like, something's not right. Yeah, Somebody yeah. should have done something a lot sooner. It's usually not something that just comes out of nowhere. Uh-uh, it's not like, oh, and then one day he just killed his wife. It's like, after 15 months of them fighting and beating the shit out of each other, somebody <laughs> finally killed someone. And you're like, Fuck. wow. But what have you been watching? Um, We have been watching mostly the same stuff that I talked about last week. We've been watching Design Star on... Discovery Plus and Design Star Next Gen, which are different. And mm-hmm. then um, the only other thing of note that we have watched this week is HBO is doing like a six part docuseries on QAnon. <gasps> and so yeah, they're releasing it like once a week, one episode a week, which is kind of nice because it's like not necessarily stuff that you want to watch like six hours of in a row because it's like, God, I hate like people are just so stupid. Uh-huh. But 
we watched the first episode, which I think is the only one out right now, and it was it was really good. So I I'm just like interested in stuff like that, and it's very oh, yeah. relevant right now. So I mean, yeah, God. it's good. We live in a hellscape. We do. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, yeah. Well, do you want to get started? Get into the doggers. Let's get into it, baby. I don't I don't know what that accent was either. Sorry. Uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we actually have it. We don't have any new Duggar news. I don't think that's really uh-uh. come about. They're keeping everything under wraps because the new episodes, like in three days or five days or however yeah. many days, Tuesday is from Thursday. Right. Yeah, I think the only thing that happened this week was there was like a Jill Duggar video that came out and they talked about a lot of the stuff. And she's talked about how she hasn't been at the big house in years. Years. So yeah. it's just, that's interesting. I just fucking, I'm like, I'm so proud of Jill. Fuck, why did it have to be with Derek, the shithead? Yeah, I mean, like, it's great that they're distancing themselves and that Jill is, like, a lot... I don't know, she seems to be less into the Kool-Aid as the others because, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Israel's in public school and stuff. But at the same time, like, she's still married to Derek Dillard. Like, they're not... (laughs) They're not the best. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) The categories... (laughs) So today we are going to wrap up season 11 of Counting On. We're going to finish the backlog of Counting On today. Mm-hmm. It's been a God, long time it's, coming. It's been a long time. We've really done something here. We have. We've really done some snarking. It's been amazing. It's been so good. Every week that we get to talk shit about the Duggars is like, it adds another week on my life, I think. So good. Good. Yeah. That <laughs> means this podcast is doing the Lord's work. It is. It might be taking our thyroids from us, but... <laughs> That's true. We're now like the sad thyroid gang. <laughs> sad thyroid <laughs> gang. That's our new podcast title. So let's get started with season... Or, yeah. Season 11, episode 7, yes. Highs and Lows. Yep. <laughs> so yeah yeah that's it um so this episode starts basically following the last episode um the same night that ginger announced her pregnancy to her family with the gingerbread house stuff we talked about that last week um mm-hmm. she started having miscarriage symptoms and ended up miscarrying their baby big sad big sad yeah i mean there's really not much to say about it it's just it's it sucks yep yeah and i think it's well, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's good that all the sisters kind of had a miscarriage at the same time-ish, but like. They're... It's nice that they have each other as like a support yeah. system. They yeah. all know, Yeah, definitely. They all know what it's like. At least several of them do. So they have people on, you know, to help them. And yeah. So when you're having advice. a bad day, you can be like, hey, bud, I'm, I'm feeling some real bad vibes. You want to go <laughs> yes. drink some bad vibe coffee with me? Right. That's about all they can do. Um, yeah, what the fuck do you do when you feel bad? Pray? Pray, yes, uh. pray. <laughs> Jesus will help you. Jesus will help him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's just, it's sad. Um, I did have something to say about this scene after this, kind of. So she was reading, what the fuck's the first kid's name? Felicity. <laughs> Felicity. Felicity. Um, she was reading Felicity, a book about soccer. And did you see they fucking drew in that the soccer player was daddy and like they labeled oh. it like Jeremy and they were like putting like fans in the stands and shit. I'm just like, 
<sighs> Personality it's so trait weird. of soccer. Yeah, and it's weird too because I feel like maybe I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before we Jeremy was like talking about his past and he was mm-hmm. talking about and he was like talking about it really negatively like him like playing soccer and stuff. So if it's like if you're talking about it negatively like why are you focusing on it so much? I mean, I know it's because he thinks he's incredible and it like he thinks it makes him cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but it was just like so much that I was like they just sharpied in a kids book that Jeremy is the soccer dad. Also, yeah, like, why can't you just, like, ad-lib that while you're, like, reading the book? Mm-hmm. It's going to be really funny when, like, Ivy gets it and is like, my daddy doesn't play soccer. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> funny. Okay, so um, next up, Ben is getting laser eye surgery. Mm-hmm. I like that they just really tried really hard not to say LASIK so they didn't have to pay anybody any royalties. Yeah, exactly. Just generic name, whatever, whatever works. I think it was funny because Jessa said that uh, Ben used to wear contacts like when they were first together and then they started irritating his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wears glasses now. And I want to know if it's because he started smoking weed and can't wear contacts because it bothers his I eyes. So. I hope so. <laughs> ben, ben really needs it to hang uh, out with Jessa and three kids. He does. He needs it more than anybody. They were talking about like the all the Duggars and which of them had glasses, and only a couple of them have glasses, which is weird to me. Like, does that mean? Do we think that they're all getting their eyes looked at regularly? I think so. I think they are because they were saying that a lot of them just don't wear the glasses that they're prescribed. That's true. And then Jim well, Bob then, had that stupid yes. fucking story that he fixed his I own fucking eyeballs. Yeah, he was like, I wore reading glasses for a while, and then they were fixed, and then I didn't wear them anymore, and I didn't need them anymore. It's like, that's not how any of that works, but Good job. Glad that you probably just had, like, a light eye infection, or a headache, or something that made your vision blurry. (laughs) Exactly, or even, like, high blood sugar can make your, like, stuff like that can can affect your vision, so. Your eyeballs really get freaky sometimes. Yeah, when I was, before I was diagnosed with diabetes, like, but I was diabetic already and I was starting to show the signs. One of the first signs I showed was I woke up one morning and I, like, I had pretty good vision and I couldn't really see anything. And Mm -hmm. so I went to the eye doctor and I told him that. I was like, yeah, like, it kind of just happened, like, overnight. And he was like, yeah, no, it didn't. And then he gave me glasses and didn't say anything about it and then three weeks later when I was diagnosed with diabetes and found out my blood sugar had been like 600 Mm -hmm. I took insulin and I didn't need glasses anymore wow that's amazing (laughs) and also fuck that eye doctor for real so they all go to the surgery center Uh whatever and they so Ben gets back and Jessa stays in the waiting room and she has all three kids there and she's like huh maybe I should have gotten a babysitter uh-huh I know god what's the- and also you guys have like the biggest fucking family you know you could just drop them off at the big house and it like wouldn't even register as different to them because there's already so many kids there yeah yeah and they always are just dropping people yeah. off everywhere like why would you think it's a good idea to bring three young children while my husband to wait while my husband gets eye surgery yeah and especially because the surgery is only like half an hour long you'd be like hey right. joy can you watch my kid for an hour like yeah like it would be one thing if if they had nobody to watch them but like we clearly know that is not true yeah yeah 
I don't know. It was very, um, it felt very much like the doctor's offices here before COVID where just for some fucking reason you go into the dentist and somebody goes to the dentist with their like whole family and children and husband in tow. And you're like, why are there 10 people for one person? (laughs) Really? Like, I understand if you need like another person there for another reason, but yeah, it's like, you don't need to bring your whole family to the Uh doctor. Yeah, like, you know, you, you bring one person to drive you home or one person for moral support or whatever. Right. But, like, it's a lot. Then you're, like, stressed out wrangling kids in the waiting room and then you have to go back and get a root canal. Like, <laughs> fuck. It was so funny. The procedure gets done. And so they ask Ben to sit up and read the clock. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's six. I don't know how to read analog clocks. <laughs> I mean, again. But I can see it. I, again, me and Ben, we're, we must be from the same cloth. I don't know my right from my left. I can read a clock about half the time. I definitely can't, like, sit up and be like, all right, read it. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> that is okay. fair. Like, you're on, like, you ha- you're you on, like, you have pressure to do it. I get yeah. that. That's fair. I just thought it was really funny because it just oh, fit yeah. the Ben persona so well. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I think if we were to, like, make one of those charts, like the D&D alignment charts, but with all the Duggars on it, Ben would be in, like chaotic good and i yes. think that's where i am too <laughs> so i get that's it fair. that's a good place to be i think that's a good balance yeah but just keep in mind that this is the this is the man who has been like homeschooling the duggar children in like math and math stuff, so yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. that yep wasn't there just an episode about them doing time oh yeah. no it was a recipe i think too yeah it was yeah it was they were like going shopping and then making God. a recipe for 40 people or whatever fuck <laughs> I know. So the big like the big main plot of this episode is it's Ginger's 26th birthday and Jeremy has decided to set up a surprise birthday for her birthday party um especially since like she's been going through a hard time with the miscarriage and stuff mm-hmm. which is a sweet sweet gesture. I'll give him that. Though how he talks about Ginger it makes me want to punch him in the throat in this episode. There was one point where he's taking all of the tables and chairs over to their friend's house where they are having the party. Um, and, and she just says, does she suspect anything? And he says, oh, Ginger's not the personality type to pull the thread until the sweater unravels. I'm just like, are you saying your wife's just like not curious or that she's dumb? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, when he said that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, sometimes the way he talks about her, he's like, I can do anything I want and get away with it. And Ginger uh-huh. would know because she's a fucking idiot. Right? And it's like, it's a good thing he's kind of just using that for good for, like, surprises for her. But, like, fuck. I think people, uh, it's a a pretty, I mean, obviously, this is kind of, like, a weird thing to speculate about. But, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, People think, like, of all the Duggar husbands, except for for Josh. Duggar, who is, like, a monster in and of himself. Like, he's the one that would probably be most likely to have an affair on... Oh yeah, spouse, and I totally agree. Yeah, like, and I think he knows he could probably get away with it too because of this. Yeah, I think Jeremy would be the one to have an affair. I think Austin would be someone to hide a murder. Yeah, Austin. I could see Austin like accidentally like killing someone in a rage of anger. Uh huh. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I'm trying to think what could what would Ben do? Nothing. <laughs> like <laughs> you think about like Ben and like Joe. And, like, they're just so simple. They're just happy to be included. <laughs> exactly. They've got three-letter names. They've got three-letter brains. <laughs> but we love them. 
yeah, we love them. Um, <laughs> okay, so Ginger's party is being hosted at the Mahoney's house, who are church friends. Um, and some of the Duggar family are actually coming to surprise her at the party as well. Because, jo- what's his name? Jeremy. I must call him Josh. So, so, I'm like, even even I'm not that mean. He's yeah. not as bad as Josh. Yeah, no, Jeremy, he's not a sex pest. No, that we know of. Jeremy... <laughs> loves these like multi-layered surprises he's always into these like this is a surprise but wait there's more but wait there's more and it's like <sighs> i don't know, I know. <laughs> this it's all so fits with this like i need attention and praise constantly personality. yeah yeah it feels like he only does surprise parties and stuff for ginger because he wants to show how like how much he's willing to like plan for her and the only way that you can make sure that she didn't plan or know anything about it was that it's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like weirdly manipulative in mm-hmm. like a subtle way. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of, honestly, it just kind of feels like love bombing. Like he's a jerk at home and then he throws her a surprise yeah. party. That's probably, I mean, there's probably something to that. Like I've got to make up for being an asshole. So let me, you know, shower her in surprises. Yeah. Preach. So, in order to keep Ginger occupied while he gets everything together for the party, um, he sets up a photography class for Ginger and Madeline Mahoney, who's helping them, mm-hmm. who's helping them host the party. I feel like Madeline Mahoney just should be hired on as their nanny for this whole half of the season. Yeah, she came back at the end and was like babysitting Felicity during their trip. So basically, they're just like taking photos, turning them black and white, and black and white and then they're like printing them like in a dark room mm-hmm. which was cool that was cool i thought that was a really fun thing to do but also i feel like it's a little weird that jeremy's like here i got you this photography class take the baby yeah it's like i mean again yeah it's right it's, it's iffy <laughs> it i'm fits. just like Maybe she wanted to because she wanted to get pictures of her, but, you know, right. they don't really say any of that. So I was just like, did he just say, like, oh, no, I, I've got stuff to do. Yeah. Like, what was I wonder what 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 Ginger thought he was doing during this time? Because, yeah, you'd think that, like, if you're going out and having, like, a fun day with your friend and your husband sets it up for you, that yeah. he would also set up babysitting. Like, either he do it or, like, get somebody to watch her. Yeah. But I don't whatever. know. It was weird. I was just like, why? But also, that baby was fat and beautiful. Mm, I know. God. So, um, when they get home from the photography class, Jeremy tells Ginger that he has a surprise date for her and that she needs to get dressed up. Dressed up. Dressed up. Um, so, they get in the car. Jeremy makes Ginger put a blindfold on which i would not put a blindfold on i'm sorry i i would not put a blindfold on i i would put a blindfold on outside of the car yes 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 <laughs> i first of all i would get sick as hell in the car with yeah, the blindfold, a blindfold on. and a barf bag yeah <laughs> but just like i don't the thought of being like in a car just blindfolded just i just hate i hate that i hate that thought yeah like you could just be like hey google this thing for me that's like really hard to google and then they're really distracted on their phone and don't know where they are that's what you do exactly (laughs) um but he ends up doing like a crazy route to get them there and once they get there they they start out with just surprising ginger with 
like, oh, here's a party with all of our friends, all of our local friends. And it was mm-hmm. great. And then all of a sudden, Jessa and Ben are like, hey, we know you. And they come out. And then um, Jana Jim was Bob. there, too. And then Jim, Bob, and Michelle. And mm-hmm. it was like all a whole thing. And then he surprised her again with a painting of her and Felicity, which was very cute and very good. It was, but like that should have just been the surprise. Right. It was all, and it was like unveiling it. It was all very like, I don't know. It was just too much for me. Yes. Also, Ginger said in this episode, I started taking notes of whenever Ginger or Jeremy says, are you kidding me? And her response, which this I thought was a, is a reasonable, like when she was surprised, are you kidding me? Okay. I can understand that response. Mm -hmm. So I'm not that. I just wanted to note and I'm just. She Good. said the thing, and then I was like, oh, she didn't say the thing again. <laughs> it does come up one more time, I remember. I don't know where. I think it might have been Jeremy, though, that said it. But I'll don't worry. I'll mention okay. it. Good. Yeah, um, we need, like, a, a count. A count. Yes, exactly. So um, the next day, after the surprise party, Ginger, Jana, Jessa, and Michelle go out and get coffee and kind of talk through things about mm-hmm. the miscarriage and stuff. They talk about how they've all walked through it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Michelle said, I think she said the, the, the literal words I've walked through miscarriage and I said, that sounds messy. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I've walked through miscarriage is grim. Just not great wording there. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, the only thing that I kind of learned from this part was that Jeremy's sister came out to help her when she had miscarried, which was nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With somebody gives a shit yeah exactly yeah um the only other like plot point in this episode was where did it go uh it was john david and Mm -hmm. abby and joy and austin Mm -hmm. they're going downtown fayetteville arkansas for the christmas decor and to take a carriage ride and abby's almost popping yes yeah abby is six weeks from her due date but she's like so tiny she is one of those like super tiny pregnant ladies seriously like she, I, like I, I think even they show her even later, and I'm like, you look like you're like four or five months pregnant. But I know wow. when she was laboring, I was like, I don't think there's a baby in there. Like I know, and like... it's like a big baby, like a decent sized baby. So I was yeah, like, I don't understand how that works, but whatever. I don't know. I guess her organs were like really smooshed. I guess. Oh God. Ugh. So yeah, they get parenting advice from Joy, which I thought was funny because Joy is literally ten years younger than John. And it's not oh, like John is like at an unreasonably old age to be having a child. He's like 30. Yeah. Like that's a normal time to be having your first child. So yeah, it's like, wow. What, 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 what interesting dynamics are here? But ugh. Seriously. It's so weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really have anything else to say about that. It was just, I guess they just had to show them in this episode. I don't know. Yeah. And I think maybe there may be more john david abby joy and austin content since they seem to like each other and hang out a lot yeah ooh, fun they're best friends <laughs> bfs can you imagine being like your joy and then you're like someone said john david's your buddy <laughs> it's like here's this tiny little girl you're like oh no <laughs> this is terrible yeah no thank you uh we're boys buddies or yeah, we're think- girls only buddies I know that like the younger boys were in the buddy teams. I think they were in buddy teams, but I think it was like kind of unspoken that like 
the girls were like the girls were the moms so like but they were yeah all part of the same team or whatever and jana's your mom well jana's the head mom yeah jana's the moms of moms <laughs> jana's then... above michelle honestly like she's the yeah mom. she's kind of michelle's mom like stops yeah. the plane to let her barf everything <laughs> like she was the one who noticed that michelle was barfing in the seat of the airplane like jana's everybody's mom she's always looking out all right shall we move on to episode eight let's do it the best Duggar Christmas pageant. This was the most fucking extra episode I've watched in a while. <laughs> it was so much. Nobody was prepared. Everybody is God. Like, welcome to it. the fucking Duggar show. Yeah. Like this was like peak unpreparedness because usually 100%. it just like only affects exactly. themselves and their plans. But this was like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna put on a, like a town pageant, like a church pageant for everybody and we're and just gonna fucking it. wing it <laughs> yes but before we get into that the f- episode yes. starts with their they're doing the second annual duggar family ugly christmas sweater party there's a lot of words in there yeah um, nobody could say it in the episode either do you remember that at the beginning they yeah. had all the little duggar kids trying to say it they were like second annual dougly sweater <laughs> dougly sweater Oh, God. I was so confused by, like, some of the outfits that people wore. Mm Because it wasn't just, like, sweaters. They could wear, like, ugly Christmas outfits, themed outfits, whatever. And I just, I don't know. I needed more context for some of them. Yeah, like, didn't James dress up as, like, Elvis? Yeah. Also, I thought, like, you guys didn't know who Elvis was. (laughs) It's because James just Googled Elvis for the first time. Yeah, they just found out who Elvis was because they just were asked by the producers, like, two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, and he got his Instagram recently, so he can Google Elvis because he has a phone. There you go. Perfect. Also, at this time, that we get a little intro to Mariella, who is Josh's new baby, who was born, like, the same time as Bella and Addie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but they couldn't do like a birth special on her, of course. <laughs> yep. God, that's going to give those grand. Like, I, I feel bad, really bad for those kids for so many reasons. But like, they're just getting shafted in every in every way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bummer, but also maybe good for them. <laughs> yeah, because they I mean, were their family was very much in the spotlight for a yeah, while. Definitely, definitely. But so I want to talk about the name Mary Ella for a second, yes. because it's so she was named after Grandma Mary, who died because she mm-hmm. I think she was born like a month or two after she died or maybe actually probably more than that. But anyway, she was born relatively recent after she died. And that's all well and good, first of all. But they have they already have a daughter named Meredith. It's like oh. Mary Ellen and Meredith. Are like, they doing M names? They are. But it's just like, oh. I don't know. I just feel like they could have they there's not many options with m names for girls i, don't know, I feel like there are there's a lot see so we got like mary mariella monica megan megan there's a lot i can name so many but they chose two <laughs> mary based names and i don't like that that's fair maybe Bob they'll have enough me. that it'll make sense that they'll have run out of i guess unique i guess syllables 
also i just hate how it's spelled because it's just like mariella smushed together and it just doesn't look right in my mind <laughs> honestly it looks like varicella like the thing that you when you get chicken pox <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's well i don't i just hate the spelling but let's move on so of course mm-hmm. they have to make this like a competition because it's the duggars yep. so they gave the weirdest award to james who was weirdly elvis and uh-huh. like i said no explanation given um the cutest went to Jana, who she was like a housewife lady? 50s house i don't understand what she was either um the most creative went to josiah and lauren who were snowmen at least we could tell what they were yeah and that floppy ass baby god oh my like they literally did it was just a talking head or like a interview of lauren holding the baby and the baby's head is just like lopping over the side no uh-huh. support whatsoever god the child has no hope no hope and then ugliest went to justin who i think he just like put on anything everything yeah the scary black wig and i don't know i don't know so that was that um the older kids headed by Jana, of course are helping the younger kids and the grandkids do a christmas pageant Mm -hmm. um they're holding it in their church and shockingly two days before the play is when they start working on it like I mean, like, they don't even have a script. They have no Mm-mm. outline of what the play is going to be. It's two days before. They don't know who's going to be who. It's it was just insane. I I get so stressed out, like, thinking about stuff like that. I cannot imagine living yeah. like that. I know. I know. Well, and like, especially because, like, they were saying this was an old school house and church thing. And so Jana helped renovate it. And, like, so she did all this work, and now she wants to show it off, but she didn't actually plan the, like, grand opening party, basically. Yeah, it's like, like, uh, you guys, (laughs) I don't know, it's just, I don't think they know that you can plan things for more than, like, a week in advance. In advance, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. Um, I loved that they had all four babies, like, ready on standby to play baby Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so funny to me. I liked Avi, Avi, Ivy in the like bear manger when they were first setting up, and she's just like sitting there, and she's like my feet, and it was just very funny. It was funny. Okay, so there are a couple of other like little plot points that happen in this episode. Um, Ginger and Jeremy are going to a Christmas tree farm to get their Christmas tree. Jeremy has to dress like a lumberjack and mm-hmm. act like he is one because he thinks he's cool. Mm-hmm. He's. They said that they've always had fake trees. But this year they're branching out. <laughs> Jeremy. He's so funny. So funny. This is the uh, scene, though. This is where it happens. Ginger, when they get the tree, like uh-huh. not even when they see the tree, like when they have the tree down and they're like walking away, Ginger just goes, are you kidding me? Like just like <sighs> randomly. She did. It's like a tick for them. Yeah, it's their thing now. I don't know. God, I gotta know what it's from. I I know, it's just, I'm gonna have to go back, I'm not going to, because I don't think I can do it this soon, but I'm gonna have to go back and watch how many times they say it over the course of their relationship. I wonder if anybody has, like, transcripts and you could just, like, word search it. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. (sighs) Um, I don't know, this whole thing, this whole, like, segment really kind of reminded me just how evangelical this 
whole family is because they're like, yeah, we don't usually like focus on anything but the birth of Jesus. So it's like they don't have fucking Santa. They don't have Christmas trees. They don't have anything except it's Jesus time. And sometimes you get presents. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's weird. Um, I mean, whatever. But yeah. yeah, they did say the Duggars said they do decorate for Christmas, but they try to keep it the focus on Christ. Christmas. Which, Christmas. So the other little thing that is happening is, oh, well, actually, staying in L.A., Ginger and Felicity, Ginger, Jeremy, and Felicity decorate their tree. Um, uh-huh. Their tree is so fat. It was such it's a fat such tree. It's such a thick tree. It was I a thick it. boy. And there were spiders and ladybugs coming out of the tree. Okay, so this is the reason that I've never had a real tree. We had one when I was a kid, and thankfully everything was okay. But I don't know if you've read all, any of the Reddit horror stories about Christmas trees, but people have found, like, nests of praying mantises in there that, like, thousands of praying mantises all over the living room. Like Okay, never getting a real Christmas tree again. Uh-uh, fuck it. They have bugs in them. Yeah, I, we, get Chris, we get real Christmas trees pretty much every year, and we've never had anything, thankfully. Wow. yeah. But I'm at the very least, I'm going to make Kyler do like an extensive, thorough search of every single branch before he brings it in. Just turn it over and shake it really hard. Like a spare spider here and there, whatever. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. But nests, no, no. I know. Oh my god! And they were like these tiny little, like this big, fucking half inch praying mantises. Just thousands of them everywhere. I and then I like I googled down. it when like right after this because I was like, oh, I'm gonna find the Reddit post, and it's like common. <laughs> okay um no thanks i i've been changed forever by this news I'm, so i'm so sorry it's like the same, like i can't eat figs anymore because they have to eat a wasp and yeah to mature so there's just a dead wasp in every fig wow yeah it fucked me up i used to That's love crazy. figs i don't i've never had a fig actually they're really tasty but wasp wasp yeah <laughs> But the wasp. But the wasp. But you know what it came from. Yeah. It's uh, reconstituted wasp. It, it's not worth it. Not worth uh-uh. it. Not worth it. So the other thing, like, background thing that's going on is Jessa is going around and taking photos of all the grandkids because they're going to make, like, a big photo collage for Jim, Bob, and Michelle mm-hmm. to, um, for Jim, Bob, and Michelle for Christmas. Sorry. Yes. And um, sorry, I, I couldn't help you. I was like, where, where were we going? <laughs> where am I from? going? Where with are we that? going? <laughs> sorry, my brain just like kept talking and saying words that did not make sense. Um, oh, we all we do learn though in one of these scenes where she goes to take a picture of Gideon that Joy and Austin are finally in a house, finally out of the camper. God. Thank God. Yeah, and they both look so much happier this episode too. I wonder yeah. why. I wonder why. It's almost like you need some space you know to spread out in order to remain in a relatively permanent place to live and store things for real (sighs) god um oh yeah so then jessa went around to everybody and took pictures of the grandkids Mm -hmm. and it was fine yeah we went to (laughs) anna and josh's which josh obviously wasn't there but Uh which is that little building it's the same building that abby had her wedding dress oh yeah that's where, yeah, so it was interesting that we got to see, like I said, we're seeing more of the M kid. We call them the M kids because they're all M names. Okay. And um, Anna, but not Josh, yeah. but 
God, they're going to get Anna back into the show for this season. So it's pageant rehearsal time. They're kind of going over all of the people and what their roles are, and they still don't really seem to know, um, like, all of them. There's a lot of, like, changes happening, like, last minute in the casting, which is stressful. It's a very fluid situation. Very fluid. Very fluid. But um, Jeremiah is the play's narrator. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved how they had Jackson and Johanna being Joseph and Mary, which was, like, weird. Um, the, The original plan was that the toddlers were going to be sheep but Spurgeon was going to be Gabriel uh-huh. but then he sees that the sheep get graham crackers and so he yep. wants to be a sheep which is fair I understand that I don't want to line in a play I just want to eat a cracker exactly if I could choose to like speak in a play or eat and be a sheep I would eat and be a sheep hell yeah hell yeah um my favorite part of this was they did the three three wise men that were Justin, James, and Jason, and they mm-hmm. said that they did them because they could sing, which fine. But then the producers asked everyone who's the wisest of those three, and <laughs> Jessa. It went, I like that Jessa was like, "They're all wise in their own capacities," and then Austin's <laughs> like, "They're all a bunch of wise guys." <laughs> I'm like, all right. This is very chaotic energy. I I literally have everything is so chaotic right now. It was just everything in this episode was so chaotic. Well, and like thinking about this, this pageant play has to be kind of within the week of Christmas. Right. So everything is stressful, like as it is. There's all kinds of things going on. And then Jana's like, oh, shit, I forgot. We guess guess we got to do this pageant. (laughs) Guess I have to put some thought into this. But my favorite part is that Jim Bob played a donkey, mm-hmm. and he literally like had to get on down, get down on all fours. And I have a quote from him. He said, "Over the years, I've gotten down on all fours to give kids a ride around the house." <laughs> and like just the way you say things, Jim Bob, like uh-huh. you could just word things differently and sound a lot less creepy. Yeah, like you could say, oh yeah, you know, I've played horse with the kids or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like whatever. that's reasonable, but no, I must get down on all hands and knees and motor my children around. Oh god. But it was amazing seeing him jump off the jackass. It's it fits uh-huh. so perfectly. God, it was so good. It, it was. was. It was sweet. Um okay, so shall we just move on Let's to go. the pageant itself? Let's go. Uh <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what to say about the pageant other than that I, I got even, through it. They did. It was actually went smoother than I think even they expected. It went pretty uh-huh. pretty good. Whoever thought of the, giving the sheep a trough full of toddler snacks was the smartest person there. Yes, for sure. Like that, a hundred percent. They literally were just like, "Yeah, we just want these toddlers to stand in one place." So uh-huh. we're, we got this giant trough and we're gonna put crackers in it. I know, and the whole time I'm just like COVID. Yeah, I know, I know. It's watching anything is so hard. Like anything before COVID, and this was like December 2019. I know it's right before like COVID so existed. It's like they're touching the floors with their hands and their feet, and they're putting it in their mouths. God, God, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a lot to say about the actual play. It was funny. Yeah. It was good. It was. It was a typical Christmas pageant play. Thankfully, exactly. Jeremiah just walked them all through it. Yeah, Jeremiah was the narrator, so they all kind of like knew their cues because he was just like, and then Mary, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, then Joseph woke up. Right, exactly. 
but then after the play, they give their gift to Jim, Bob, and Michelle, which is like this huge canvas of all of the grandkids standing next to mm-hmm. each other. I thought it was nice, but my favorite part was that they had to blur out Samuel and Israel, Jill's kids. Okay, that's who I thought it was. I yes. was like, that has to be Jill's kids, right? Yep, they had to blur them out because they're not supposed, they're not allowed to be on TLC, which I think is, I thought was so funny. Like, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it was so weird. It was just so noticeable, too. That was the biggest yeah. thing. Is it's like, wow. Like, more than anything, this just, like, really shows you that there's a problem here. Yeah, yeah. That I think that was kind of it for me, too. It's just like, why blur them necessarily because like i'm sure jill or Derek probably would have you know signed off to use their likeness just at one time because they're under 18 but maybe not i don't know who knows but it was funny (laughs) it was very funny i know i was like who are those blurs (laughs) why is there two little blurred spots and again no preparation jessa took these pictures like less than a week before i know i know god that's the dugger way though Somehow it always fucking works out. It's true. God, it's like annoying how that happens. Like you mm-hmm. guys should get burned a lot more than you do. All right. So episode nine is meet Gracie Duggar. Mm-hmm. So Abby is 38 and a half weeks along and feeling good, but tired. Um, and so John is making this like creepy video. <laughs> I think it's only creepy because John is just so creepy. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, it's not creepy like any of the parts that have the rest of the family in it. But then John David just leering into it. Hello, baby girl. I know. Just like the way he talks and like his, I don't even know. He just like really creeps me out. It just feels like how Jim Bob talks to the girl children. Yes. Like especially in the earlier seasons and like 19 Kids and Counting and stuff. It was very much more iffy. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was bad. But basically, he's making it for Abby and the baby, talking about their lives, introducing them to family, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that kind of goes on throughout the throughout the episode. He's kind of making that video. Yeah, he goes back to the big house and gets all of the family to do mm-hmm. parts of the video. Um, then we have a little interlude of Jessa and Ben making yeah. a birdhouse with the children. <laughs> yeah, they make birdhouse because Bur- Spurgeon is really interested in birds right uh-huh. now um so they make birdhouses henry spells his name for the first time which is really good like it just kind of shows yeah. you how much he's developed and spurgeon can't even spell his name i mean to be fair that's a name that's a big ass name henry's a whole lot easier to spell than spurgeon uh-huh. yeah, you can <laughs> kind of sound henry out yes exactly uh, um yeah. yeah he may just be a conscientious objector to his own name <laughs> um, um. Yeah, the only other, there was an, one other little interlude. And then Wait, I have to go back to the birdhouses. Yeah. Oh, go, and my, yeah, yeah, My Spurgeon yeah. moment. Go back. Because go. Spurgeon looks into the camera. He's doing talking heads with them now at this point of the season. Right. And he just says, we made them so the birds don't die. <laughs> and I'm like, Spurgeon spends a lot of time thinking about the birds dying, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he must, he must. Bird God, I just death. think of Spurgeon and a bird, like hereditary, the girl with the bird who flew into oh. the window. God, yeah. Jesus. Is Spurgeon going to get his head chopped off by a pole? Piano wire? Oh, <laughs> pole, yeah. yeah. There were a lot of heads chopped off in that movie. There that were. I think about it. There were. Lots of decapitation. Incredible movie, though. 
Oh, yeah, so good. One of my very favorites. Um, okay, so the only other, like, non-John Abbey-related thing that happens this episode is Ginger makes Play-Doh for Felicity, and they play yes. Play-Doh, and that's literally it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. I do still love how cute and chubby that baby is she's every single really time cute. I see her. She's so fucking cute, and she's, like, so smart. She is like, smart, what? She's yeah. only, like, 18 months old, and when Ginger told her to cheese, she said cheese and smiled. Yeah, and Ginger is always, like, saying, like, can you say this word, which is, like, a good way to, like, introduce. And she's always saying it back. Like, she's uh-huh. very – and that's not always the case. Let me tell you. I've worked with kids many times. They're not always like that. Yeah. I mean, for as much as Jeremy is a fucking asshole, he does like reading and books and stuff, which helps. That does help, for sure. Children. Books help children. So John gives Abby a pedicure, and I'm pretty uh-huh. sure John has a foot fetish because yeah. he has apparently always done her nails and gives her medic- pedicures all the time. Even before they were engaged. Yeah. Isn't that a little, like, intimate? Yeah. That's nude foot touching. Yeah, that seems like, I mean, that's like hand-holding. Why? They're not allowed to hand-hold, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> Just I fucking crazy. hated that they asked Jim Bob. <laughs> I know. Did you just almost throw up? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's <laughs> thinking about it. He's like, Michelle really likes foot rubs. It's one of her favorite things. <sighs> I don't like to think about that. I don't like to think about them interacting in any way, really. You don't want to think about Jim Bob sucking on Michelle's toe? I'd rather not. Thank you. <laughs> but now I am, so thanks. <laughs> My plan has worked. <laughs> you are evil. Evil. I'm infecting the minds of hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is eight days before her due date and Abby goes into labor. Mm-hmm. Um, so like once the contractions get to about five minutes apart, they call in the mothers for reinforcements. Their plan is to like labor at home as much as possible and then go to the hospital and deliver. Um, mm-hmm. so the moms are there for a little bit and they finally feel like they're at a point where they need to go to the hospital. So they go, but then they get sent home. Yeah. She's only one later. centimeter dilated, which you gotta be like five to be admitted. Right. Yeah. That's just, it's not good enough. So they I, have to terrible. go home. That sounds like, awful. The ER doc was like, it's false labor. And I'm like, that happens. Yeah. Like not just does. like Braxton Hicks, but like false labor labor yeah yeah i don't know i don't i mean i don't really know that much about it but like i i just think it would say it'd be so disheartening to be like oh i'm going to the hospital i have my baby and then it's just like no you're not you have to go home and suffer at home suffer at home god um so they go back home and this was the part where michelle teaches abby how to do a low moan and she was like demonstrating it for her and it was Uh something i never needed or wanted to hear uh uh-uh. um my favorite part of the first 18 hours <laughs> before she went to the doctor was uh michelle said you know it feels like a roller coaster but instead of riding on it you're getting run over by it <laughs> <laughs> wow childbirth is so beautiful <laughs> so beautiful getting crushed by a fucking twister oh god but yeah, so she is 20 hours into labor and they finally go back to the hospital um, and she is at three centimeters and they admit her. Three. Um, I know. Can you imagine like going through that much 
labor and only progressing to three centimeters. I That would be so frustrating. Yeah. And I'm sure they were like, yeah, we're going to admit her because we're definitely going to have to give her something. Right. To Something's going to happen. Get that yeah. baby out. Because yeah, so... you're not supposed to labor for very long, right? Like, I'm sorry? It's like, you're not supposed to labor for very long, right? You're supposed to like wait until the contractions like are together. And then if you don't push the baby out or don't mm-hmm. have not dilated enough, baby could be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It can be go into like heart issues and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's definitely true. So um, things aren't progressing much for Abby naturally. So she gets some pito- pitocin and an epidural to speed things up. And the epidural so she can kind of relax and so things can kind of naturally progress. Take a nap. But, yeah. So, th- yeah. So she was able to take a nap, which I'm sure was amazing after 20 some hours of labor. Um, yeah. And while she was napping, she actually like progressed to a 10, which I'm sure was amazing. Hell yeah. So she pushes for 30 to 45 minutes and Grace Annette Duggar was born. At 3.21 a.m. 3.21 <laughs> a.m. I only wrote that down because I liked that it was three, two, one. Three, two. That is a good time. That is a good birth time. That's cool. Three, like two, that. one, baby. Okay, so yeah, they name her Grace Annette. Grace is Abby's middle name, and Annette is Michelle's middle name, and they're planning on calling her Gracie, which mm-hmm. is a normal name, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty normal. And if normal. she doesn't like Grace, she can go by Anne, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Not Spurgeon, so it's fine. Um. That's really just like every time there's a new Duggar. Is it as bad as Spurgeon? No. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> we'll accept it. Yeah. Um, so Gracie is two days o- old and the family is coming over to meet her. But John and Abby live in like a trailer. And so I don't understand why they had to have all the family come over at once. Let's do I ships. Don't know. It was so weird. But I also, but where is their trailer? Where do they live? Do they live on the compound? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if they live on it or close, but I think it's nearby regardless. I don't okay. know exactly where. I'm always just so curious about where all these people live because they all seem to live close, but right, yeah, I don't know exactly actually. I will have to see if I can figure that out. But um yeah, seeing all of those people in the trailer and this was like in January of last year, January 2020, uh-huh. like it gives my covid brain like so, so stressed much anxiety. out. God, I just cannot handle it. Like I know babies are mostly fine getting COVID, but don't don't let that baby get COVID. No, don't. Please don't. God, when though Michelle was holding the baby, I got a screenshot of this because I was watching it, and it was just such a fucking face. She holds this baby, and she's like holding it on her arm, like the you know the football baby yeah. thing, like this. And she looks down at the baby, and then she just kind of looks really bored and looks over at everybody else. Yep, that's pri- <laughs> that's that's priceless, Michelle. Like, oh, there's so many babies. Like it is, and I I can't imagine. Like it's not that exciting anymore when it just keeps mm-hmm. happening every couple of months. Like. Yeah, every couple of weeks at this point. Yeah, for real. It's like, wow, another one. Um, Gracie was 7 pounds, 11 ounces, and Jim Bob guessed 7.11, and Abby's dad guessed 7.7. So, Jim Bob won. Wow, congrats, Jim Bob. He's very pleased that he won, because, you know, Duggar. Yeah, it's the (laughs) Duggar way. Competition. We need to win. Um, Yeah. I don't know that this this episode ends with John showing Abby the video he made, um, mm-hmm. which was nice and she really appreciated. So even if yeah. it was really creepy, because he's creepy. Yeah, I and mean, she's married to him. She's gotten yeah. over the creepy factor. I guess so. I don't know. I you don't have know. to to have a baby with him. I guess. Yeah. Jeez. 
<laughs> All right. You want, are you ready to move on to the next one? I am ready. All right. So the next episode is called From Snow to Sand. God. This was <laughs> such a fucking Jeremy idea. Snow to it sand. Was. It was. Ugh. So Ginger and Jeremy are having their friends, James and Sing Hey, over for a visit. They've been over before. They're from New York. James actually mm-hmm. was like the photographer at their at their engagement thing, surprisal mm-hmm. thing in New York. Um, and they, while they're visiting, they're planning to do something that is you can only do in L.A. Well, I'm sure there are other places, but L.A. Yeah. is one of the only places you can do it where you can go to sn- from snow to sand in like a day. So they mm-hmm. plan to go tubing, snow tubing, and they plan to go to the beach over like a weekend. I mean, it's a fun idea. It's fun. It sounds too much for me. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. Especially because, like, the ocean there is not, like, the yeah. fun, easy Caribbean ocean. It's, like, the Pacific. Yeah, it's, like, it's you're not getting in that for a dip. Well, <laughs> I won't get into that. God, um, they did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, do we want to just talk about that whole plot and then go back and do yeah. other stuff? Okay. Yeah, we'll go to the stupidest plot on the face of the fucking planet. I know, God. I'm so mad about it. I know, we'll get there. They went to the Alpine Slide at Magic Mountain in Big Bear Lake. Yes, and this brought me back to Action Park, Class Action Park. Uh Every time I see one of these Alpine Slides now, I just think of all of the injuries that I would get on them. Yeah, and like we have one in Colorado, at least one, and I know multiple people who have flown off that and like, scraped their face off the ground yeah like yeah that just i good. just i cannot believe those are like still a thing they do not seem safe in any way i know and they have like no regulation there's like here's a little one of those fucking boards from pe class that you ran your fingers over on good luck <laughs> yeah and like there's supposed to be breaks but in class action park they the ones that they had were like yeah the brakes like never worked just yeah. don't work <laughs> though we know th- these worked because yes. sing hey went two miles an hour yes good for which her. would be me <laughs> yes for sure she's like um, i've got children i'm not dying yeah yeah um and they go tubing in the mm-hmm. snow yeah um, i don't know i don't think i don't know if you would know this but in the background they're playing the espn music this whole tubing time and it's just it was just so much i was just laughing because it was just like yeah it was like, like the... god it's not that intense they're literally just like floating down the hill on tubes <laughs> yeah you just you just are going down the hill on a glorified tire just yeah it's not it's not it's not athletic it's not hardcore but it was it's, very funny it is funny. it just cracked me up because i was just like oh god is chris watching football and i was like no it's like morning and football's not happening it's march <laughs> March Madness football to make up for oh, God. I don't know, whatever. I don't know. We got March sports. Madness basketball. <sighs> basketball. So basketball. So um do you have anything else to say about I didn't really have much note to say about the Mm-mm. snow their snow stuff. Other than that they brought Madison Mahoney again to oh, watch their fucking yeah. kids, which is still weird. Like, hey, don't come enjoy this time with us. Just watch our children. Also, like why why would they bring Felicity at all? Like, why don't you just leave Felicity with them? It, it, yeah. This doesn't make sense. I don't, whatever. It's anyway. Dumb. Maybe there were more people that went with them that just weren't yeah, on the camera or something. I don't know. So, let's see. The do we want to go day, on to the beach or do yeah, we want to go just, on? Okay. Let's just finish them up real quick. 
So the next day, I guess, Ginger and Jeremy take their guests to Venice Beach, um, and they have a picnic and are flying kites. And um, Jeremy has never flown a kite, and Ginger is very surprised because she always flew kites. And I was thinking to myself, have you ever flown a kite? Do you fly kite? Do uh-huh. you fly kite? See, I never flew a kite as a kid, and I don't think it's that weird for, like, people our age to not have flown a kite. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't think it's weird to have flown a kite, but yeah. Ginger was, like, saying it was crazy and how much they played with kites as kids. And I was like, yeah, that's because you guys didn't have TV or anything. Like, you yeah, are not well, the same. I think, like... If you don't live in a place that has like nice windy summer and spring days, right? That typically, or like large backyards. Like I grew up in a place that had like lots of green belts and shit that we could just yeah. See, that's I didn't really have anything near me by that. Like I don't know where I would have flown a kite. You're like in the street. (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) I don't know. Um, but unfortunately, it's not a very windy day, so the kites aren't great. But it was and Felicity also like could not care less about the kites. I know. It was so good because Jeremy was so excited about it and just wanted her to care so much and she's just like, it's like nah, nah, good. Eh, not not that interesting, Dad. Sorry. Nope. Fair. It's fair. Um, and then after they're done flying their kites, James and Jeremy decide to jump into the freezing cold water in their jeans and like clothes like they're in clothes uh-huh. in jeans. And they just go into the water and it's fucking freezing because it's the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And it's like January. It's like January. Yeah. Like LA is warm, but that water ain't warm. No, no. <laughs> Not there. It was it was very funny, though, because James like face planted, yeah. which I understand acutely because I am really bad at the beach. I just can't yes. sand. Can't do it. Can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's confusing. It's not not normal to walk on. And it, like, disappears from your feet when you're in a wave. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I commiserated, but also laughed very hard it at was him good. pulling a gym bob. It was very good. Uh, Look, yeah, there's God. another one for our compilation of yes. people falling. Ah, uh, perfect. That's going to be my favorite compilation of all time. Hell yeah. All right. Did you have anything else to say about that? That was kind no. of, wasn't really much about them. I'm already mad about the next part of this episode. Okay. Yeah, Jillian's already mad, so I will introduce I just, this part. I just read the fucking word dadchelor again. Right, because the boys are throwing John a dadchelor party, which I think they had intended to do before Gracie was born, but she came eight days early, and the Duggars don't know how to plan and don't know <laughs> that due dates are not like set in stone when your baby's going to come. Yeah, they're but, pretty fluid. Like, do it like four <laughs> weeks before the due date, not right. a week and a half. Exactly. But regardless, um, they all, first of all, wh- why? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's the same fucking thing as like baby moons for me. Like, I love a good baby moon because like, go travel, girl. Get that time in. But like, just just say you want to go traveling before the baby yeah. comes. It's not like, like. Everything doesn't have to have its own little like cutesy name name yeah a dadgler party just say that it's like a baby shower for dudes because that's basically what it was it was like a dude baby shower yeah we're throwing john a baby shower which is cool yeah uh, like baby showers don't inherently have to be for women uh, there's nothing 
you know? Yeah. Well, and like about this whole thing, apart from the fact that it's called a fucking dadgler party and they had these fucking shirts, which we'll get into in a second. But like, I really liked kind of how it ended up where they were all just sitting around like talking about fatherhood and like the things that they were doing right and the things they didn't know how to do. Like, I'm like, this is a really useful thing for new dads. Absolutely. But don't but, fucking yeah. call it a dadgler party. Yeah, you don't have to like disguise it and be all weird about it. It's 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 bad. But yeah, they all wore like stupid dad joke shirts mm-hmm. or like f- I'm the fun uncle if they didn't. The funkle. The funkle. Sorry. That, funkle. That's, that's a bad word. He's the funkle of the dadgler. I am done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I've made you reach the point. <laughs> I've reached it. <laughs> um I loved how they literally just had steak to eat. Like that was the that was the food. There was no was side so dishes, good. not even like chips, just meat, yeah. just steak. Like it was so good. I just love that they got all the women's reactions to this. They yes. were just like like I think Michelle said something like, Not even a jacket potato? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just the meat. Yeah, just meat. We're gonna eat meat at the Dadgler. That's not, I mean, you go for it, right? God. Um. What else? Oh yeah, they played this stupid diaper basketball game. Yeah. Which honestly looked kind of fun, but like again, why do you have to turn everything into a competition? It would right. just be kind of fun just to <laughs> throw some yeah. diapers in a hoop. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, that was like it. Other than like they sat around and talked and yeah Mm -hmm. it didn't like it just seemed like you guys were hanging out and having like a good i don't know why you have to call it a party yeah it didn't need to be like a thing it could be like father's day out or something yeah or like boys day (laughs) yeah boys day the fact that spurgeon was there and was being his little demonic self like i'm starting to come around on him i love him because he's chaotic evil like (laughs) he's bringing it and like 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 i said they deserve it so i mean not even a moment of hesitation who's your favorite uncle james (laughs) james (laughs) fuck the rest of them james (laughs) it was so good and then um they played that diaper bowling game and jim bob and spurgeon tied and that was yes yes like two people I would have chosen if two people could die. Jim mm-hmm. Bob and Spurgeon, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally tied for last place. <laughs> Good luck, Jim Bob. <laughs> oh God. So, um, the only other part of this episode is at the very end we learned that Joy and Austin are expecting. Mm-hmm. And which is great because like we talked about in the last episode, they just lost their baby and so great that they're able to have another one mm-hmm. because you know the duggars are always having another one gotta um, have more <laughs> gotta have more so they did a blood test and they're going to do a gender reveal so john gets to fly again it's a good day because john gets to fly again for a gender reveal how many uh-huh. gender reveals total do you think john will fly some type of automobile for between 40 and 50 that's that's probably likely um, so for this gender reveal, John is going to fly a helicopter overhead and they're on, they're like all in the field across from their house and drop colored confetti. And um, it's yeah. a girl. It's a girl. Another girl. Seventh girl. 
seventh girl. And this evens out the boy and girl ratio. Younger grandchildren. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because it was like all boys for a long time. And then the girls finally took over. Maybe something changed in the water. Maybe. Maybe. The next episode is called Jana's Secret Garden. Which definitely sounds like the name of a lesbian porno. Definitely does. Definitely does. This episode starts out with Jessa having Anna, Abby, Kendra, and Lauren, who are all the recent, recently given birth moms. Girl moms. Girl moms. I hated this because she excluded the two that had miscarriages. Like, I don't know. I I understand why, but it feels like maybe you just should have given it another round of babies. Maybe just been like all moms. Like, Joy's a mom, so, like, she could have still come. Like, yeah. 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 I, yeah. But anyway, they make lactation cookies and homemade baby soap. The cookies are cookies that are supposed to stimulate lactation. They're not cookies made out of breast milk. Just want to make sure we're clear on that. Yeah. And they're apparently, I mean, they're pretty common. I've even heard of lactation Mm -hmm. cookies. So, Mm -hmm. um, they talk a little about, like, Kendra especially talks about, like, mom guilt, which is, I'm glad that they have like each other to kind of talk about with that kind of stuff. They talk mm-hmm. about like formula feeding and breastfeeding and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then they line up all the baby girls on the birth couch and take a photo. Yep. All the baby girls on the birth couch. Yes. Oh. I don't even know the splujfa was what I was going to say. <laughs> I love that. I wonder if they make the babies on that couch too. Oh. Oh, don't need to don't need to think about that. Don't even I'm feeling a little chaotic evil today, me and Spurgeon. I can tell. Just the look in your eyes. It's just, there's a <laughs> the sparkle there. <laughs> okay, so the main part of this episode is the family wants to surprise Jana with a greenhouse because Jana is mom to all, so she deserves something. Mm-hmm. And so in order to keep Jana away while they're building the greenhouse, John and Abby and Gracie go to Knoxville with her and have like a little weekend getaway. Mm -hmm. It was cute. It was nice. I liked that they did things that actually Jana liked and was interested in. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, like this was a really refreshing episode because it was refreshing to see an episode about one of the adult children that wasn't about getting married or having a baby. It was just about like them as a person and the things that they're interested in. Um, So I liked that. That was good. Like yeah. they went on a work, they went to a woodworking class. John and Jana did when they were in Knoxville because she's really into that kind of stuff. She's starting her business. Yeah, they talked a little bit about her business, Arbor Acres, which is doing like home decor and like gardening. They're definitely gonna partner with the Gaines family. You know I it. I can feel it. I think it's gonna be like next week. It's gonna be like a spring launch. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark that down. And so if okay. you, I don't know, I'll give you some type of prize if you're right. I'll figure it I- out. I just, I just want the recognition that I uh, control this simulation. <laughs> I, will, I will give you that gladly. While they're in Knoxville, Jana goes to get her hair done mm-hmm. with Abby. And the hairdresser was so fucking annoying because, like, she just kept asking about boyfriends and stuff. And it was just like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like maybe the hairdresser isn't that much of an asshole usually, but just doesn't know what to talk about on camera. I'm sure. But still, it was just like so annoying. And Jana had to be like, you know, that's not like the only thing we can talk about on the Mm -hmm. talking head. Um, 
but yeah. yeah it's it's like her just like having to justify why she's not married at 30 it's like because she's because she doesn't just, fucking want to be like, yeah for whatever reason yeah but yeah I, but <sighs> of course they're gonna do this where her just being like no no courting no marriage and then this season we're gonna get a courting announcement i'm sure from uh, her. yeah yeah you never know it's it's probably around the corner um so while they're in knoxville the mm-hmm. family is working on the greenhouse at home with no planning with course. no planning of course as per usual um the girls have the younger kids make flower pots for the greenhouse which i thought was cute like that's a good way to get them involved in it without having them wreck everything yeah gideon and mason both eat paint yeah normal God. gideon just like <gasps> gideon just like, he's just this is my paint now yes um also laura was there helping build Jana's greenhouse the whole time of course supervising everything she knows Jana more than anyone i mean laura's wife yeah laura's wife laura's Jana's wife yes exactly laura is wife yeah so yeah i don't really have a lot to say about the building process do you have no other than that they again took on a project that they didn't know and they didn't have the expertise to do and so they were just like freaking out about putting the glass in the whole time yeah and it they were literally like down to like an hour before jana was gonna come home and it was like (laughs) still not done and then they had to call and tell john david to drive a different way around because yes. she would see the greenhouse upon arrival if he You'd kept think, going the way that he yeah. was going it's just like god no one can think of anything ahead they cannot of whatever they're doing they cannot um but Jana was like genuinely so surprised and she cried which is like not a Jana thing at all so mm-hmm. she seemed to really really appreciate the effort and she loves her greenhouse so yeah. Good for her. I'm glad they did something for her that she actually likes. Like, yeah, I am too. A lot of stuff is just they, that they give each other is just kind of like, oh, here's a portrait or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of decor but yeah, stuff. Here's, but like, this is something that Jana is passionate about and it's like a good, like, it's her own little place, you know, mm-hmm. which is really nice. It's where she can go to be an old maid. Yeah, it's like, God, she deserves her space. She's 30. She should have her own bedroom at the very least. Yeah. God. God. I hope All she right. would then go out there and turn it into a smokehouse. There we go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this last episode. The last one. This one's called A Quarantine Courtship. We're into COVID, baby. We're into COVID. It's been that long. It has. So I, this, I love uh, this episode starts off with like a thing that says like the production can't go there because of covid mm-hmm. so the duggar family There's no camera to... no crew only zach make... baggins <laughs> jesus <laughs> they have to make their own they have to like film their own shit and that's mostly like just like webcam shit i think mm-hmm. but um god it brought me this brought me back to the early days of covid when like everyone was taking it seriously uh-huh and yeah. it's like what the fuck happened Donald fucking Trump and oh, I forgot about him. Ministers and shit. It's Bullshit just like pastors. God, I there and I and it's not just the Duggars, but it's like you remember back like exactly a year ago, it was uh, 
stay inside, save lives, flatten the curve, you know, mm-hmm. and that, and then all of a sudden, like, May came, and it was like, okay, it's done. <laughs> it's like, fuck this, kill your grandma. Yep. <laughs> Those were the, the things to hashtag now. Yes. <sighs> Yeah. So yeah, this was very surreal. This whole episode, like, it was apart from the fact that it was just like really boring, basic in the house stuff. They were just mm-hmm. like, "Fuck, we we didn't plan on a pandemic." Yeah. <laughs> so no, did. Yeah. It was mostly just like, "Look at the babies. They're growing. We're cleaning the drawers out, and we're yes. making masks." And yes. God, and now they're just like, "God'll save us." Yeah, they're like, I I I don't understand it at all. I. I just like what changed? <laughs> I, what changed and you taking it seriously last March to this March? Yeah, that's what I don't understand is like literally like things got worse and people <laughs> just stopped caring and I just don't I don't get it. Yeah. But this this episode also it was Abby's birthday. I looked it up. Abby's birthday is April 16th. So yeah. Um okay. it was Abby's I was just curious about like how far into the pandemic it was. April 16th. And um, they're doing, like, a little parade birthday party for her, like, with the family, which was nice, where, like, all the family came in their cars and said happy birthday and then dropped gifts. And, like, they were, like, social distancing and, like, doing the things that they were supposed to be doing. And I just... Yeah. It was so surreal. Because, like, then you're like, oh, they've had, like, a wedding and multiple, like, get-togethers and... So many, like parties at the big house of like 50 people and posting pictures of it and then having Going a wedding to church every sunday i'm sure god and yeah and like ginger and jeremy were they they're going to church and not wearing masks all the time it's like god yeah damn. well and jeremy of course posting the thing in support of the canadian dude who got arrested for having church service still against the law mm-hmm. he's like freedom and you're like i don't think jesus would really be down with spreading a pandemic no. to the sick and the old and the poor you'd think jesus would be like you know you don't have to come to church for a while like you can just worship at home i don't and... think jesus ever went to church damn good point <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's see i'm just kind of going through it was a lot of like random stuff that like yeah it was yeah. like very much uh, time capsule of April 2020 kind of where it's like everyone's baking and people are making masks and people are trying to find ways to celebrate things without being close yeah. to each other. Yeah, there was a lot of like trying to find the positive in everything and like Jana and the girls were making masks and they gave masks to all the family and that was like definitely how it was. Like I remember last year, well, I remember for a long time there was like a mask shortage and nobody and mm-hmm. i remember like kyler's parents like tracked out masks for us and brought them over and it's like that's it's just it brought me back to like this entirely it's like too soon for me to go there mentally again yeah it was like <laughs> oh no i don't need to i don't need to be at the beginning exactly. of this trauma <laughs> exactly i just got my vaccine i'm just i'm just coming out of it please please don't put me back please tlc just let me live oh god um ivy takes her first steps yes and and they all watch her walk around through the window through the window yes which was sweet it was cute yes Um, and ivy i think is really cute at least yeah ivy is very cute all the girl babies are really cute Mm -hmm. like before they had lined up i was like those are all good chunky babies yeah yeah (sighs) um 
Let's see. Oh, and so this episode ends with the Duggars having a family video chat mm-hmm. with everyone in the family to keep up to date on what's going on. You know, whatever. That was definitely the producers just calling oh. everyone together. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And during this, Ginger announces that she is pregnant. Um, and it was kind of crazy. So she's 13 weeks along and she'd like waited a little while to announce, which I get because she had had her miscarriage. So um, she got a blood test done and to find out the gender. And so she has like everyone after they announced that she's pregnant, she has like everyone guess their gender and they had each person like do some weird task. And yeah, it, was it was stupid. So stupid. It was like at the big house, you had to find a toy that was pink or blue. And in somebody else's house, it was fine paint. And I don't yeah. know what they were trying to make it fun. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So everyone guesses and they actually, while they were guessing, they didn't know that they were going to find out like that day that what the gender mm-hmm. was, but then they do and they all find out together and they find out it is another girl another girl and Eight of course girls in a row it's done via soccer ball of course duh what's i mean did how you know jeremy played it? soccer i did not know that yeah he did once even crazier <laughs> did you know this is something like a really underground dugger fact that john is a pilot wow <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I wonder uh, how long we're going to keep this joke going. I don't care. I love it. I love um, it too. <laughs> they keep bringing it up on the show, so I'm going to keep bringing it up, okay? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so then the next thing that happens is Justin joins the chat. Yes, he does. But here we go. This, I think, is a sign. This right here is a sign that they were not taking COVID seriously because Justin was in Texas. Yeah, at the spivey compound. Yeah, like, I don't really know what the justification was, but, like, that, there you go. There was traveling going on. It wasn't all, let's stay home and make masks for everyone. And it looked like, in the end, that it was him and two of the other brothers there, too. Yeah, yeah, probably. I know that um, some of the brothers did go down there with him some of the time, so I think that would make sense. Gotta have chaperones. Yeah, of course. Um, So he comes from texas and introduces claire spivey i always want to i always am like don't know how to say it but they even said it on there and it is spivey it's spivey i just think of it as ivy with a sp i think of spider <laughs> spivey yeah spider-man spider spider claire spider-man claire spider-man and they are in a, an official courtship and they met at a family conference and it was love and they're like she i think is 19 and he's 17 Mm-hmm. and yeah that's uh using one of those good romeo and juliet laws oh yeah definitely it's uh it's cringe it's cringe yeah i hate it i can't imagine marrying the person that you were dating at 17 or 18 no no ever no no, no. and like these these are people who like don't get out much don't meet a lot of like different types of people at least so it's i don't even know it's like even worse because it's like not even a person that you've chosen based on like knowing lots of people it was like this person's here and it fits my age demographic and they're the preferred gender and they are not married yet yes and they will let me do whatever i want because they know i'm obey their husbands yes (sighs) <sighs> but Hate it. I guess, um, yeah, I mean, we we know how this one ends, that it's like record fast, super quick, let's get married in the middle of a pandemic right after we turn 18. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, like, um, so this was 
when was when would this have been? They announced their courtship to the family then in April, and we didn't hear about it until I don't know. I don't know if this was well. I'm trying to think of when. So let's base this off of Ginger because I know Ginger gave birth in November and she was 13 weeks pregnant. So November minus so four. February weeks. February was she would have conceived in February ish. So 13 weeks after February. That's three months. February, March, April. That's like May. Yeah, so May. it's more like May. Yeah. <laughs> that was some math. But I just, then none uh, of us knew about it except for this. Yeah. yeah it, I, they didn't like announce it publicly for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think I think they announced it like at the end of summer that they were courting. And then it was like the day after his birthday in November. They announced that they were engaged. Yeah. God. I'm looking up to see when this episode aired. September 22nd. So yeah, okay. it seemed super fast to us because yes. it was September 22nd. But even still, like it was May, November. it was still only a couple months more, like for a courtship, yeah. like for a relationship yeah. between two 17, 19 year olds, like not very long. No, I mean, forever in teenage minds. True, but yeah. Not long. Not long. Very, very grim. Very grim. But I'm I'm really interested to see this next season coming up and how they handle things with COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see how TLC is going to handle the wedding because it wasn't okay that it happened. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It will be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'll just brush it under the rug. Just I, 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 I do Stuff too. happened. Now we're starting anew. Like not even talk about it really, probably. It'll probably have like a clip in the like last season on. Right. Or like in the first episode, they'll be like, we've been in quarantine. We've been having a lot of family time. And then it'll just be like normal other stuff as usual. Episode one, Claire announces she's pregnant. <laughs> probably. I'm waiting for that any day now. I mean, any it's day. March. She'll know soon. Yep. It's true. But honeymoon baby. Yep. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> Gross. But yeah, I think that brings us to the end of season 11. Can you believe it? We we're, did we're it caught all. up in time. We are caught up. And so we are obviously definitely going to be covering the next season as it airs somehow. And mm-hmm. but if you guys have suggestions on stuff you'd like us to cover now that we're kind of done with counting on, feel free to let us know. We have some stuff kind of in mind, lots of stuff in mind, but mm-hmm. we're always taking suggestions. So if you have anything you to suggest or anything to say about this episode, please email us at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us everywhere on the internet to send us weird things, funny things, just posts that are just full of tea at TV Literate. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Reddit, Instagram. Facebook? I think that's it. Yeah. Patreon? Patreon. Whatever. We're pretty much know. anywhere you can find yeah, just just look us up. We'll be there. Just look <laughs> us up. Yeah, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye.